everybody. This is Craig Van Wagner. And I'm Brian Schultz. And this is the 11th Moon Podcast. Woo-hoo! And you missed <laughs> that last week, everybody. I know you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we totally missed you, Brian. I had a oh, completely man. awesome I, I, conversation I, I, with Chris uh, about some know, really cool tech stuff, so... Um, Are you kidding me? Kidding me? The internet was ablaze going, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> they were all so concerned about it. I was gone and everything else. They were like, is he off the show for good? And by that, I mean, there was nobody wondering that at all. <laughs> no, there's, there was not there was not one question uh, fielded towards 11th Moon about what happened to you last week. Um, not to say that no one loves you, but potentially, Brian, no one loves you. What? No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> I was, you know, actually, I'm not going to lie to you, in a, like, in a, uh, you know how your brain, like, rapidly fires things for you to say, like, when when you're, like, when you're contemplating, like, okay, what do I say next sort of thing? Right. My brain, my brain goes, like, you know, he's like, oh, nobody loves you, and I, and my brain ran through a scenario in which I said the words, everybody loves the Bry man, and then I was like, you know, (laughs) my brain was like, no, you know what, don't say that, because that would be stupid. And I caught myself, and I was like, "Yeah, good job, Ryan. Good job." <laughs> but, but it was like one of those ones. I, it was so funny to me, like afterward, that I was like, "I gotta share it." And I don't know if that just killed it or not, because it was just it was too perfect. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it would have been yeah. it would it would have been amazing, and I would have ran with that for I probably twelve episodes after this. Oh, like, oh and the Bry man. <laughs> the Bry man. He's got you for three minutes, please. <laughs> exactly. That is that is exactly how it would go. Well, it's again another week where we are um, miles apart recording this. Uh, I'm still in San Francisco doing. And I am, and I just got, and I just got back. And I say, hey, you were in San Francisco. I just got back from Canada. Yeah. So we we've been in uh, uh, different locations, and I'm still recording without a without a our normal mic setup. So I'm recording with my laptop mic yet again. Uh, this week, so hopefully it doesn't sound too bad or annoying for you. Brian should sound just as crystal clear as ever. Ooh, yeah, the <laughs> sweet sounds of the Bry man. <laughs> God, there he is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but yep, yeah, we're uh, we're we're still coming from from very far, and it's actually funny because Brian and I haven't had a lot of contact over the last actually since uh, I've month. been here, really. Um, well, yeah, for the month, but we, we at least, we, we sat down and talked, um, uh, tonight, uh, they'll see everybody that's gonna, uh, listen to our podcast today early if they get on and get up by, usually I try and put it up by noon on, uh, on Friday afternoon anyways, mm-hmm. um, yep. Eastern time, but I don't know what time I'll get to it since I'm on the West coast and what time everything will go up, but They'll get a little head start in knowing that we're playing Castlevania tonight on 11th Moon 2 to start off a, a run of that. <laughs> I am so excited for this. Uh, yeah, that was one of those ones that, you know, you know, we were t- you're talking back on like episode one of the podcast about certain things that we enjoy about the show. And one of those is uh, getting to sit down and play games um, that we may not have either played before or just games we, we uh, really love. And in this case, this is one of those ones that I really love. And it's... Uh, I'm glad that we're sitting down and playing, and although I'm not the one playing, so no, it's 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 me playing, which could potentially make it's, it. It's Craig Sylvania, <laughs> yeah, Craig Sylvania, which potentially could make it better or worse to the <laughs> viewer, depending on how they view things. Because Absolutely. I am not nearly as efficient as Brian at the game, and that that oh, yeah. that'll hopefully play into the humor. <laughs> but hey, I was really, I was, I was really, I, I was really. I will uh, promise. I will promise. A laugh by episode three. 
<laughs> like one and two, one and two. I say, like, you know what? Solid, solid. But I gotta tell you, by three, that's my that that might have been one of my favorite recording sessions we've ever done. I mean, oh my honestly, gosh! I God, remember I, what you're talking about. I remember what you're yeah, talking about now. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen Craig like, like, like we've had, we've had, we've had fits on the show where we sit there and like, oh, we'll record something and laugh and whatever. I've never had Craig. The, the, he's he was crying so hard. It, I mean, like literally, like tears running down his face, and I've never seen like that level before while while recording. You know, it was it was pretty good. So, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> I remember. I just I just in my head, I remember like saying what I was saying, like the, the the thing that kept going through my head while while we were playing that made me laugh. It just went through my head again, not in the best form to make me laugh out loud again, but it, it reminded me of it. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta you gotta check it out tonight at six uh, six Eastern. Uh, for six, six, yeah, six Eastern. I was about to say you're on <laughs> that West Coast thing, man. You know, you got it. Are you? No, it's it's really funny because all of a sudden I'll start seeing retweets of our of our uh, episodes since they're scheduled mm-hmm. to release at six o'clock. I'll start seeing retweets at like three, and it's really disorienting for me because I'm used to seeing it later at night. I'm already home, um, even if I had work or anything like that. I'm already home, or I'm on my way home. I can tell the day's winding down, and it's it's right in the middle of the day, and I see all these retweets coming into my phone, like oh. Mikey J retweeted. I'm like, what is he retweeting of? What did we? Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so you, so you, so you're, the, so you're three hours before us, correct? It, de- it depends upon what you mean by before, because well, right now, it, right, if, it, if it's yeah, it right now for it's, me it's nine forty six, and it's for you it's twelve forty six. Right. So in other yeah. words, if I were to literally drive toward you, I'd go back in time. If you went fast enough, yes. My God! <laughs> you know, I see now. That's something that I've always thought about: is could would it be possible if you were to say start off on the East Coast, right, as the sun begins to set, and drive fast enough across the country? Could you, in fact, beat the sun to the other side? Well, think of it this way: if it's let's just say hypothetically, it's eight o'clock, and that's when the sun is literally halfway, for some reason, you never have anything obstructing your view from the horizon right, right, and the right, sun. Right, right, right. Let's just assume that right now. Mm-hmm. And the sun's sitting there halfway down. So it's like literally half a sun is over the horizon. If you drove okay. fast enough, let's just say it's 8 o'clock. If you drove fast mm-hmm. enough, it would only be 5 o'clock when you got to the when you got to the other coast and that's if you're you're blazing along dude you are blazing well along. sure 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 I'm, I'm assuming this is like straight shot like there's one highway and no one's on it right and you yeah. i mean you could go fast enough it's just i mean it's not going to be in a personal vehicle <laughs> well <Wow. laughs> you'd be yeah. one of them rocket cars you know you, <laughs> you're you're basically gonna have to be in a jet or something like that and um i mean because jets can do that when you're i'm talking like Fast jets, not necessarily uh, like commercial jets, but you're a freaking fighter pilot. Ply- apply it, a fighter pilot. <laughs> you're a fire pilot. Fire pilot. <laughs> uh, you're a fighter pilot. You can, you, can, you can technically take off and land before mm-hmm. like thirty minutes ago. Before you took off. Yeah, you could you could leave. Um, so literally, you could you could take off and fly and land somewhere. It's like before you actually arrived at the airport. Technically, but you you can you can already do that in some degree, just driving or fuck walking. If you're that close to the where the time where the time changes, 
mm-hmm. I mean, you could walk from, let's just say your house was 20 yards from the, the time zone change. You could walk from one end of your yard over to the other person's yard and stop by the, you know, shop that's right there and buy something because it's closed over on the other side of where you're at. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, sure. I got you. Yeah. So, I'm so telling you, what you're you, saying, you can we, do a lot of time we, travel. You can do a lot of time travel in the world. Well, so basically what you're saying is, is that what we need to do is get a souped up DeLorean and, right. you know, let's say make sure the license plate reads out of time and you're right. good to go. Yeah, we're, we're perfect. I see, I see you, no problems you, with this. We, did you send me the, yes. you sent me the link. Yep. To, yeah, I did. Yep. <laughs> okay. 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 Can you, can, can we bring this up? Because this is, oh, yeah. or, or it hasn't already been brought up, right? Yeah, I, I've never talked about it on the show. No. Okay. I, I, yeah. No, I haven't. Okay, this is a big news, everybody. Craig, Craig, he presented me with the with arguably the biggest piece of news that has been buried. It's like I don't know why, but this is this needs to be the front page of every single like it needs to be on like uh like you know forget like man of the year. This is like article of the year. This is huge. Okay, Craig, drop the bomb. What they've actually gone through and have done and completely figured out. Is that there's going to be a fairy bottle in the new Smash Brothers? <laughs> that is not what I was referring to, you, you sob. <laughs> no, although that, no, well, although that is supposedly true and, and yeah. also very exciting. No, that, that's, that's not that, what I was talking about. Yeah, that's that's that, that's that's official for sure. That's official on the Smash Brothers side. Oh, it is. Oh, it is official. They've, okay. they've released a screenshot and everything. Um, oh, cool. Um, not to go into that too much, uh, but for the record, uh, for the record, Craig, a fairy in a bottle was already in a Smash Brothers. It was uh, a uh, young Lynx, uh, one of his taunts in Melee. He would pull it out; it would sw- uh, go around him. Uh, just saying. Okay, well now it's a it's a it's a health <laughs> item now. You can, oh, okay, okay, you can yeah, you can yeah. touch you can touch things that you don't. Anyways, what Nike has gone through and done? Uh, they already released a shoe um, a couple years ago. I don't remember how many. They already released a shoe that looked like uh, the shoes from the future in Back to the Future. Those ones that had the the the, the future of 2015. Yeah, the future of 2015 in uh, Back to the Future. The the Nike they call them power laces. Um, they like they they put something out that aesthetically looked the same thing, but it was not. I, ironically, ironically, those were made. Weren't those made, made by Reebok though in the future? Uh, I don't. Or those Nike. I I thought they were Nike because I thought that's. Oh, they might have been Nike. You're right. I think you might be right. Because right. I, I'm from sorry. what I I don't I don't remember the the movie part of it, but I just remember reading it and they're saying, "Huh, I wonder how long Nike has been holding on to this patent, waiting for it to happen." <laughs> oh, for real? Oh yeah, I guess you're right. It probably was Nike. Anyways, not too long ago, I don't I, I don't remember exactly how long ago, the designer at Nike shoes says that they're going to be power laces that come out next year, but they're literally going to be self-tying shoes. They're Boom. going to be the actual, the actual power dropped. laces, and they're going to look exactly like the shoes that were brought up in Back to the Future. So it's going to be the literal shoes that you saw in Back to the Future coming out in 2015. That's the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously just picturing like like I'm like just so excited about this because 
few things are going to have to happen for me. Number one, I'm going to probably going to need a uh, orange type vest, orange reddish vest. Uh, two, I'm going to go ahead and get get those a pair of those. Uh, three, I'm going to start hoverboarding everywhere. Uh, four, I'm going to be playing nothing but uh, Power of Love. Just saying, it's going to be the only sound of 2015. <laughs> No, it's no, gonna be a, it's like, gonna be a really, uh, really boring 2015 if if, if we're still living together at that point. <laughs> like Brian, not again. You're like, nope, it's all the way dude, up. Dude, you think? No, 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 no. <laughs> if you think that's just me doing that, that's the country. Like oh, every it's the song country. on the radio will only be "Power of Love." Yeah, the entire like, that time. Is the only song it, it'll be every art musical artist of today's age remaking the song "Power of Love." That's the only song that's gonna be on the radio for one year straight. That every makes... movie, the soundtrack, "Power of Love." That makes about sense. Every yep. video game soundtrack, Power of Love. <laughs> yep. Any racing game, all hoverboards while listening to Power of Love. <laughs> Think about it. Every single everything is now Back to the Future slash Power of Love related. <laughs> so I'm just saying, throwing it out there. Power of Love 2015. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Developers, get on that. Well, what I, we decided... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, I, was, go ahead. I was gonna say what we what we decided to do today with our with our topics is we are gonna go through and since it's really tough for us to play off each other without being face to face, we decided we'll start going through um, some of the topics that we've picked up over time. There hasn't been a lot, but we started picking up a couple more recently uh, of what to talk about on this podcast. So the good thing is, yeah. which potentially could be a good thing or could potentially be a bad thing. Brian and I have not talked this over at all, and I'm kind of springing this on us. <laughs> dun dun dun! So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, you're going to get our knee re- jerk reactions a on a lot of this stuff. <laughs> um, so it should be kind of funny. But granted, I mean, we're we're probably still going to go off into who knows where'sville when we're oh, when yeah. we're talking about whatever, just like we always do. Um, so I'll start off right here with uh, the most recent. Um, who is using our forums, the 11th Moon forums at 11, the11thmoon.com, uh, using our forums to talk with us from Daisy1355, our, our good friend Daisy. Uh, she wanted Yay. to go through, she had, a, she had a couple little things she wanted us to talk about. And she wanted us to talk about, um, one of the things is our best or favorite moments in gaming. So she has three different little topics that we could go off on. And oh. so I'll let you, I'll, 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 I, can, I can go first probably for my favorite moment in gaming if you, if you need a minute. Okay, because I need clarification a little bit. Is it a favorite moment with games in general? Is it favorite video like video game moment, as in like a time when I was playing playing a video game and it was just amazing, or was it like an in game amazing moment? That's what I'm trying to understand. Perhaps I'll read. <laughs> I'll read the exact wording. I like that. Like, like there was like a little pause. There's like. Perhaps. Uh, <laughs> I'll read you the exact wording she has down here. Okay, I'd appreciate that. Perhaps a thing about your best slash favorite moments in gaming. So that's going to be up to your interpretation, Brian, of what you think it okay. means. If it means in okay. the game itself or you experience in the game. And what I can mm-hmm. do is I can go through and tell you uh, probably my favorite moments in game. It's, it's the moment that uh, it's one of the few moments that always pops up. Whenever I, when mm-hmm. somebody asked me, like, what's your favorite, like, what was your favorite moment ever in gaming? And this is the okay. answer that I have. If it's never quantified or qualified as you just did, this is the first thing that always comes to mind, um, is actually when we were doing the uh, competitive Halo 
that was some of my favorite, like, that was my favorite span of gaming I think I've ever had still to this point. Because mm. it was such, for me, it was so much more than, we were good at the game. We had a lot of fun. We competed nationally. Uh, if you want to get real technical, we competed internationally as well. Um, but the, 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 the really cool thing about it was it wasn't necessarily about the competition, though that was a lot of fun because we would win a lot of local stuff, but we would lose in the national stuff because we just, we weren't on that press. We were like on the precipice of being decent for national, but we could never pull it together. You know, we just didn't have... Uh, my TBS would act up. <laughs> yeah, your TBS would tornado act up. BR, <laughs> tornado yeah, the, BR syndrome. Yeah, the tornado BR syndrome. Um, we He... That, that that moment for me, those moments, uh, I consider a moment, you know, like that span for about two years where we, we played hardcore and we were at tournaments and stuff. I like, I can't, that was seriously such a happy time in my life for me uh, to mm-hmm. go through because it was such a camaraderie thing. You know, we, ha- we had, for the lack of a better term, we had standing dates with each other. One, like two of us was always around to sit down and play and a lot of it was Wayne and I. I know Wayne did a lot with Tony as well. But, like, for me, I remember a lot of Wayne and I sitting down and just playing, like, team doubles, like, two-on-two stuff, playing and kind of getting used to playing with each other. And then, obviously, all the times that we'd all four sit down and play. Um, And then we'd get, you know, our friend Kirk in, our friend Brett in, our friend Adam in, our friend uh, Burke in. We'd get all of us in together playing Joosh. Your brother Mike sometimes, even though he was playing Gears. Like, it was just – but even, like, more so when it was – whenever it was a team of four of us, like – I had so much fun with that because I felt like a part of something, which sounds really weird. Like, I guess it might sound weird from a guy that's always played sports his whole life, you know, and I was a part of those things. But this was something different for me. It was such a close knit, like, group of guys. I I didn't necessarily always connect in with uh, the other teammates on sports teams and whatnot because it felt like we were on a sports team and we were there because we liked playing the sport, not because we liked each other. Um, even though I had friends, because <laughs> yeah. you were kind of you, yeah, because you were because you, you you didn't necessarily hand pick the people you were playing with. Right. I mean, you, yes, you were friends with them, but you weren't actually uh, uh, sitting down and going, "Okay, I'm not, you know, I'm going to pick this guy, this guy, and this guy," because we like to hang out, you know. Right. And there was a group of you know probably about six or seven of us. Since you and I didn't necessarily hang out all that much during high school, like up until the latter part of senior year, uh, Brian and I didn't hang out all that much really if at all uh but maybe once or twice like every couple months outside of school during high school and so like i had a group of friends there's about five or six of us that we played pretty much all the sports together um all uh like three major sports together basketball uh baseball and football but like outside of that you know it was just like the rest of the guys their team and their teammates and their friends and whatnot but it was like it was so close-knit when it was the four of us uh, you know, we're sitting there playing, like, I remember playing roughly, like, the minimum I ever played a day was, like, four or five hours, and Wayne was always over, and we were always over at Tony's grandma's house, and like, mm-hmm. I just remember I just remember those moments uh, a lot. Um, that's when Tony and I were doing the, uh, we weren't competing, like, at tournaments and stuff, but we were competing for high scores uh, on leaderboards for Guitar Hero on co-op songs. Oh, like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I remember you guys were going to town with that. I mean, that, I mean, to be honest with you, Tony still does that with you sometimes. Yeah, and like I just remember like that. just all that time. It mainly connects with 
the Halo moments. Uh, whenever I think back, somebody's like, what was your favorite, like, what's your favorite moments in gaming? And it never is like, oh, you remember when Master Chief did this in this cutscene? It was awesome. <laughs> like, it's always... <laughs> Master Chief went right this way. <laughs> Even though he didn't say that, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, but it, like, it, always, it always goes back to that for me. Whenever someone asks about moments, it's never the game moments. It's the moments I experienced while playing games. And, and for me, yeah. that's always what it's been about. It's been about, you know getting together with friends and experiencing these things. I would 110% agree because when you said when you said that, you know, like, oh, it's the greatest game moment. I, I did not think of like my favorite in-game moments, you know what I mean? Kind of Yeah. Thing. Uh I mean, I thought of like a few like of uh kind of funny things, but they were you you're right, they're mainly based on uh, my interaction with other people rather than the actual event of the game. Like yeah, okay, it's cool. Oh, oh, man, in Call of Duty, I threw a knife and it went across the entire map and stabbed a guy for the win and got the kill cam. Yeah, well, you know, what whoop do you freaking do? I mean, that's that's great. No, but, I mean, that, that that's not, like, the the point necessarily. Now, like, I, if I, I'll go into my favorite moment, but before I do, I'm talking about in-game things, but that kind of spilled over into real life real quick. Kind of a funny story. One of the phones that I thought of while you were telling that one and you were mentioning the, uh, uh, you know, like, oh, a cutscene where blah, blah, blah happens. <laughs> Jush and I, would, uh, Jush is another one of our friends, Josh, we just, just, his name's Jush. Anyway, uh, we would sit down and we'd play some games, and uh, one, day, one, time, one day we were playing Halo 3 together, and it was one of those moments where I, uh, we were playing on one of those big team battle ones where nobody played big team battle but me, like, but me, basically. I love big team battle. No one else liked it. Um, but... I got Juice to play it, and we were playing on this one map, and it was really big. And uh, he was getting gunned down by like the little uh, what do they call the? It wasn't a helicopter. It was a Hornet. Yeah, the Hornet. It? Yeah, the, the Hornet. Hornet. Yeah, yeah. It was like the equivalent. And what? And, and you know, he's getting gunned down in the middle of the map, and I fired a, a rocket literally across the entire length of like the, the <laughs> frozen, the frozen tundra map, whatever the heck it was. Side, his, not Sidewinder. Um. Avalanche on Halo Three. Avalanche, yeah, and and literally like the entire length of the map, like. The, the guy was like strafing left like you know like to the left and right and everything and it just happened to connect right perfect and ended up saving his life and like the entire time it, it was uh like as the missile was going it was uh, I was singing I go I could be your hero baby <laughs> <laughs> and, and like and like the missile was coming in and just like just blew up it was a hilarious thing but it was like that that was just kind of a in, one in-game moment that I could think of that was just kind of silly and funny but it's not my favorite by any stretch but no, my favorite game uh, gaming moments, as far as um, things that I thought of right out right away, um, and I and I don't know if I've shared this one on the show or not, and if I have, you know, just uh, stop me there. But um, one of my favorite memories, you know, with games and all that stuff, is uh, when I sit down and I play a game for either the first time or with somebody who's never played a game for the first time, and and then you 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 have this kind of fun realization and, and sharing of an experience together. Um, some of my happiest gaming memories are like when I first got, and I've told, mentioned this before, when I got the uh, Nintendo 64 on Christmas, it was a huge deal for me. And when I got that 64, I mean, literally it was, it was, it was a game changer. And I, and uh, I got two controllers um, with it. And later on that, uh, the, on Christmas day, my grandma and grandpa showed up, and they brought, brought over two more controllers. So I had four controllers for the system I just got. Now, this keep in mind, I went from an NES to a Sega 
to Nintendo 64. So when I made that jump, it wasn't like, you know, a small thing. This was this was night and day. Four people playing at once and I and I I started off with um Mario Kart and uh Mario 64 and Star Fox. Those are the three games that I got right away. And we sat down and it was one of the few times in my life that um my like my like my dad has like never plays games. He never did. You know, he never was into them. Yeah, my he dad sat down the exact and same way. He and my and my grandpa and my brother and myself all sat down and we played Mario Kart sixty four and to this day I'll never forget that moment. It was amazing to me because I was like no way because I mean, the idea of both my grandpa and my father playing video games was so like unimaginable to me like it literally right. was like it, it was like it was it was like worlds were colliding and i couldn't even handle it and <laughs> like my my dad my dad we were on rain like we, like we didn't know we were just picking maps I mean, we got to like rainbow road and my dad was like running into the walls going poof, you know, not moving anywhere, and he's like, "It's stupid thing stuck." It's like this thing don't work for shit, you know. And I'm, and, and I'm sitting and there, I can hear and you I'm, and I, that. oh yeah, this thing doesn't for work shit. for shit. And then, like, so, so, like, and then, and then years, you know, not years, but I, I, know, yeah, it might have been a year, a little while afterward. Whenever um, Smash Brothers came out, I remember that was one of the other games that my, uh, my grandfather actually, like, you know, he goes, he goes, "All right, I'm gonna try this," and he tried Smash Brothers. Right. Now that was funny because <laughs> my grandpa uh, was playing Smash Brothers a little bit, and he and he stops. He looks at me. He goes, "Controls in these games suck." Like he goes, "I was telling him to go right, and he was going left." He goes, "This thing, he goes, the, he goes, the thing don't listen. It's, it's, it's like, it doesn't work." I, I thought that was the funniest thing in the world that you know him him analyzing the controls of a game when <laughs> when he, when when he grew up in a time where you know it's like a typewriter was like you know witchcraft, right? So so I mean it was hilarious, but um like you know that those those moments are always really special, but. To be honest with you, there there are so many game moments that you can you know that I think back on that are just like really, you know, little special things. Like for example, um, in the same way like you're talking about, some of my other happiest ones are like for example playing like you know the Halos and that sort of thing. But really, just kind of any game, like when we would go to the uh, like we would go to like my my parents' basement or or yours or whatever. And, uh, but in my parents' basement, when we had like the long line, right. you know, of all the, all the TVs and stuff, right. and we would have like six of us all playing games at once, but not, but only like three of us were actually playing the, like the same thing, and we all had different Xbox, different systems, different whatevers, and we were all doing different stuff. I don't know. It's you it's kind of hard to pin it on one to, thing. You want me to bring up another one that's going to ring true for both of us? Oh God, what is it? The Me Lord games in Halo. Done. You can't. You, you can't just, look. You, you win. Can't, you you can't win. look. Yeah, you can't look back on those and not just yeah. like the times we would all get together. There'd be what? There'd be like ten or twelve of us getting together, oh, yeah. all playing the same exact game um, with those modified or, 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 rules. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. When you all when we all we would all just sit around and just kind of look at you know just just getting ready and and uh, you would set up like the custom rules before the night would even start so like we had them pre- primed and ready <laughs> yep. and then like you know 
and then like the rules would change as the night would go on and get more and more absurd and you're sitting there well we you know what we're talking about with the Malor games is I was just about to like, say we might need to explain it for people yeah that we need to explain don't that watch bit. our streams um, what we did was we play Halo 2 um and during that that's one of the few games that uh, our one buddy uh seems Brett uh, he's one of the games that he would really, really like. We, we, we he might wasn't well, very we, good at it. We might but he as well loved go, it. Brian. We might as well go through because we're gonna end up saying the other name that we always call him. So he is known as Burrs. Um, Burrs. Burrs. Just, just, just Burrs. Uh, but You're that's how Burrs. That that's that's what we're gonna end up calling him. So I I won't say Brett the whole time. So just we'll we'll, yeah. we'll go from here out knowing that we're gonna say the the term Burrs for him. Yeah. So anyway, what Burrs would do is we, we would sit down and play, and he wasn't very good at the game, but he really he li- really liked to play it. So what he liked to do was change the rules in order to make it more uh, accessible to him. So in other words, we found out that inside of the game they had a handicap system to where you could turn your handicap uh, uh, you know, on and essentially make some players quicker to die and also less uh, strong per shot. Well, when we found this out, it start, it spawned into this huge thing where he would make, um, he would let us be on teams against him, but all we of all us. had to go. All to of us the, would be on the all team of us, against him. Yeah, so no matter how many there were. So, which is a huge number, but we would all be on uh, set to be basically be like one shot kills. Um, he would get a bunch of weapons, and then he would he would limit the weapons that we were allowed to uh, receive. So, in other words, in a game where there's you know, two dozen weapons total. Like we're stuck with pistols. Just the weakest. And not even dual wielding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Single, sing, a single pistol. You had a single pistol that that didn't do anything. Like you know, we 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 would uh, we would sit down and run tests to see how many pistol shots it would take, and it was like something outrageous of so like a hundred and some odd bullets before he would actually drop seventy two headshots for the pistols. 72, okay, 72 headshots. perfect headshots. Yep. Perfect headshots. And it was with the battle um, rifle, it was 16 perfect headshots. <laughs> See, there comparatively, you go. Comparatively to where it was one perfect headshot for him. So mm-hmm. him to kill us took one perfect headshot. For us to kill him took 16 uh, consecutive perfect headshots, basically. Keep um, in mind, our shields did not really come back and his did, meaning like if we got shot once, we died. If he got shot and then ran away for a quick second, he would be full health. So Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's so, so many intricacies we, yeah. to how, how, how screwed we were all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I I have to agree. And we, we ended up calling him, um, he went from Burrs to, uh, say the, uh, he still, we still call him Burrs, but right. me lord. It was be- he became me lord because he was he was he was, he was oh yes me lord anything you say <laughs> <laughs> and so that was always the big thing was that I would I, I would and I would just do the little voice for him and, uh, all night where I would be the peasant uh, yeah, you know we, essentially and we we changed the we changed the team colors to where we were all wearing brown like peasant brown and he was wearing royal purple <laughs> <laughs> and his symbol uh, in Halo was the crown. The golden crown. And so, ours were just you know, flat brown. Just like there's no distinguishing between us. It's just turned yeah, brown he, the whole way. <laughs> he, you know, he'd be like, you know, all this, you know, all the serfs are getting restless again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, and, and anyone who's played Halo 2 knows that the uh, sword is a little overpowered. So he'd pick up Excalibur and, you know, start striking <laughs> us down. It's like, oh, there he comes. Oh, the those, 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 those moments, though, like, it, those are yeah. always the moments for me. Because that was in that time for me as well, if you think about it. 
going yeah, back no, to, no, no, to, same gap, to my same moments. Gap of time it was in sure. that same gap when we were just playing a Halo, we were playing Halo all, uh, just a, a ton. And it became such a social event for us. Um, but that oh, time, sure. that time was in there for me. And then it's just, it was just a really cool, it was just a really cool time for me. I, I really liked it. And I was, I was in a really good headspace, like mentally as well. Not to say that like I haven't gotten back to that at any other time as well. It's just it all lined up all at that time, and it was just beautiful, you know. Yeah, it was just like it was your golden era, yep. of gaming, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I hear, I hear you. There's different times, like at different stages and times in life, where where you uh, you approach games differently. I mean, I have to say, like as I get older, like the way I the way I approach games is completely different than the way I did when I was when I was younger. You know, like when I was a kid. Uh, when I was a kid, I approached games differently than when I did as a teen, as I did as a, you know, young adult, as as I as I am now, whatever. Right. Um, you know, it, it and and I think it's partially due to age, but also partly due to just like um, interest. For example, like now, I I don't have an interest that much in a lot of games that that are like, oh, with over 600 plus hours of gameplay. I'm like, eh, that's a little much. I'm like, I don't got 600 yeah. plus hours of gameplay in me. I'm like, I'm like I, I just got the, the um, uh, DuckTales remastered. I'm like, now that's more of my speed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can knock that sucker out in 35 minutes <laughs> and well, have it, a good time. Yeah, it's funny how that how that goes. I mean, it's just, it's just with human interest as well with how much you – like particular things and the time that you have to put into it because it starts off yeah. with you can't take uh, for most part for the most part when you start off gaming you have to have little snippet gaming you know you have to have uh, things that are quick that you can resolve within um, a certain time period you know within an hour or two hours you have to be able to resolve it or at least get to a point that it you you feel all right walking away and then mm-hmm. I feel like when you get older when you get into like your uh, maybe just before your teens. Uh, like into your teens and stuff like that and possibly all the way up to like maybe early 20s that's when you can Mm -hmm. really put in a ton of time on really specific games you know like for me it was putting all that time into halo uh for other people maybe like mmo like mmorpgs like world of warcraft and uh uh yeah i mean during our during that time that was like uh that was why games like banjo kazooie and all that got so you know popular because and and of course legend of zelda because uh when we play it when when we would sit down and play ocarina of time we had hours to just go in and explore the world and you know hang out in hyrule field and all that kind of stuff because you had you you get you had it you had the time yeah you had the time and then you kind of get out of that and uh you go away from having the time to explore all those open areas to play multiplayer games, you know, for hours upon hours on end every other night or every night and stuff like that to where for us now it's kind of like we've got a chunk of time every couple days or, you know, we might have a small bit of time every day uh, that we'll be able to sit down and we have to get we have to do something that, or at least for me, I guess I can say, I, I have to be able to resolve something during that yes. time. Yes, I agree. I you know, I, I, I think that you're I think that you're right on track when you say the resolve something because um, a lot of it comes down to you want the bang for your buck and that whether that be whether that is um, like like you go in, you kick some ass, you resolve something, like, you know, whether it uh, 
you know, you, whether you just like you say it's a longer game and you just be like one level per day kind of thing. Yeah, so, like, that's what that's what I did did with uh, the new Castlevania game. I literally just took it like one chapter per day, basically. Yeah, except for the last day. That that last day, I I had a day off and I just marathoned. But that was right. only because I had the time. But right, you know, and, you, and, you do that, what? or or and I will bring this up. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I will bring this up. I find now you and you and I talked about this a little bit. We reach for multiplayer games. Ten times more now than we did when we were kids. That that now it's more like about like you know we reach for multiplayer stuff because in in a multiplayer co op game you're able to share something and have a have a fun experience and resolve stuff quicker and easier as a team than it, you ever could as an individual. Oh yeah, and that's even something I brought up in uh, it's something I even brought up in um. Our, our our forums on our website uh, what I, I we have our question not questions of the day but we have our our, our questions that we ask on our on our website uh, pretty much relatively every so often and the one I brought up uh, yesterday I think it was or two days ago uh, to date exactly when we're basically asking or when we're filming this podcast is I asked about uh, co-op games I asked about like um, Asked like, hey, what what franchise would you love seeing going to co-op? Because that's just been on my mind a lot lately where um, I've been thinking a lot about playing uh, Harmony of Despair again. Because uh, you played that Castlevania. I saw you play it for the two days I was home. And I was like, oh, man, sure. I would lo- love to sit down and play a co-op game again. Because I feel like those are the games I enjoy a lot nowadays are the co-op games that, you know, uh, me and you or me, you and somebody else or me, you and f- like two different people. And that's... Yeah, four four people total. Just sit down and kind of uh, hang out and play a game together, and um, not necessarily like because we're doing Star Wars right now. Not necessarily mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, the Old Republic, uh, the MMO, not something like that. But you know, a, a game game where, uh, like when we played uh, Borderlands Two, or sitting sure, down and sure, doing, sure. Like, I, I I I hate to use just say you know restricted to consoles, but that that type of thing. Right, exactly, but like I'm yeah, with you. It's something like that, and it just it started making me think, you know. And so I asked the question. Actually, I'll ask you since you didn't respond on here, um, and I'll go through and read off exactly how I put it because I actually want to hear your response on this. I was like, uh, okay. my exact wording was, "What game franchise would you like to see uh, do a co-op version?" Now, let me quantify this: the game would be a full campaign that you could play by yourself, but with the option of playing with a friend. So again, mm-hmm. you could play by yourself, but there's no co-op only puzzles. And if you play by yourself, gotcha. there isn't a bot that plays as your co-op partner, like a Gears of War or the newer Resident Evils or Army of Two. Uh, but it's more of like what the new Mario games uh, are doing and what Halo does, where if the other person isn't there, there's just nobody there. And so right. my questions were, what game franchise would you love to see do this, whether you think the mechanic could work out or not? And what game well, franchise would you like to see do this that could pull this off? I suppose to go into it then, um, the first thing I, that I think of, and, and of course everyone thought of this first, is everyone probably jumped on and said Legend of Zelda. Because let's be honest, everybody everybody wants a full 3D Legend of Zelda. Like, yeah, you know, I understand we had four swords, but I mean, that's, that's the top-down 2D whatever you know I mean it's, it's fun don't get me wrong but people want would want a real Legend of Zelda multiplayer co-op experience 
uh, I'm assuming that that was a popular one. Um, personally, I, you know, I loved the fact that how they that they had Castlevania as a, as a multiplayer, but I would take it a step further, and I would say make it a multiplayer Castlevania, but a full on storyline and actual like a uh, uh, taking it from where it 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 is with um, the new series there, um, the uh, new continuity. New continuity, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of was the, what the word was for that. New continuity, and uh, but making it so where you have multiple people can play uh, uh, on screen at once. So kind of do like one of those things where when characters spread apart, it like zooms out, you know, kind of thing, you know, uh, rather than um, doing a, any sort of split screen. Right. I, I really like that, even if it's local. I really think that that would be nice. And you could do a lot with it because, I mean, it's a world where – you know, vampires exist. So, I mean, you know, you could easily do a character like a, uh, and then I'm going to use this Jonathan, Jonathan and Maria at, from uh, Portrait of Ruin as a, my example. One character with the whip and there's a standard melee kind of guy, and the other one using magic. You know what I mean? It's, right. a, it's a pretty pretty basic, good concept you could run with. Um, other than that, uh, boy, oh boy, it's a tough call. You know, because when I stop and I think about the breakdown of all these games and like what what works as co-op and what doesn't, you know. All right. So no, no. So what? W- let's. You kind of went off with things that could happen. I think I could see those happening. Um, what um, What franchise do you think that you would love to see? That'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. This would be awesome. Even though there's no possible way you could really establish Pokemon. it with a, Pokemon doing a co-op Pokemon. That's Pokemon. That's, Pokemon that's, would be would. Would be a badass co-op experience that will never ever happen. Right. Yep. That's kind of what I, th- I was going for. Was uh, something that you knew for a fact. You know what? This is never going to happen. This it can't happen. I, I truly, I truly do not believe that you can ever play a Pokemon game cooperatively. And in the sense that, like, when you go through Pokemon, um, the idea is that it, it it's it's meant to be a one person adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's meant to be the story of you. You're you're the unassuming kid who just turned 10 years old and are getting your very first Pokemon from Professor blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it, the, whole, the whole point is, is that you're supposed to feel as though you're on this grand adventure by yourself. I mean, the, you, they introduce characters like your, your rivals and your friends in Pokemon X and Y, but to be honest with you, it's a, it's a solo journey. Yeah. You, will, you, you, you can do those online net stuff. You can do co-op uh, in the sense of doing double battles, but you'll never have a true co-op experience in a Pokemon game, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I mean, it would be the, the only... I, I mean, I'm not a game developer here, but taking the current formula you, they have, the only way you could possibly do it is something where you're in an area and uh, kind of like how in other games, you can't leave an area till both players are ready. I mean, it'd have mm-hmm. to be that, but... Like you could go through and you could probably battle but you the ha- same. But, but yeah, you say, how do you handle the battle situation? Well, I mean, I'm, ass- I'm assuming. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just say okay, we both okay, have our okay. 3DSs. We're both playing, you know, Pokemon A and B. Um, let's just assume A and B can be at the same time. Like you're playing Pokemon A, I'm playing Pokemon B, and we can somehow co-op together. Let's just let's sure, just take that sure. into assumption immediately. It would be something where we're linked together, and if we run around and do things. Like, if you're interacting with a person, I can't interact with them because you are. But we both run around. I get into a battle, like um, like a wild battle for all for, for whatever, you know, like just, uh, sure. just a, a, sure. a wild encounter. 
you could still run around and do different things. And you could run into a battle while I'm battling and stuff like that. But you could come over and, like, I guess help out. It would be a double battle versus, you know, or maybe some of them wouldn't let you help out and stuff like that. But, like, but that's the thing. See, that's but, It really see, gets I, into, and I, like... And I see I see what you're saying, but, but my problem would be is, like... <laughs> I'm just picturing your character sprite. Let's just say we had two character sprites running around, and all of a sudden, like you're walking through the grass, and all of a sudden your guy goes, stops, <laughs> just like stands there frozen. I'm like, oh, he's in a wild battle. You know what well, I mean? Like, like, I, I would, like, I would, like, I would assume an icon. I would assume an icon would go versus. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm assuming, like, if it, if this was being done cooperatively and you're not in the same room, kind of thing, you know, it'd be like, oh, okay. But the other part of it would be is like if you talk to people. Uh, to activate story missions, you know, like to certain cute events, you'd have to have it to where both players are present for the conversation, so to speak. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's where it's coming down to. You'd have to be in the same area. Uh, like, gym, gym battles would have to be, you know, fully known. Like, you'd have to program it out for single and doubles. You know, like, yeah, oh, you, you literally a, have to have almost a separate campaign designed, like, exactly, in, entirely. And that's why, yeah, and that's why this wouldn't work, because you'd either have to have it set to where, you know, if it's one person, you know, you're going through, and let's just say Brock, for all intents and purposes, yeah. you're fighting yeah. Brock for the gym, <gasps> excuse me, for the gym, uh, gym badge, you would go up and he would throw out Geodude and then throw out Onyx, comparatively to where if it was, um... Uh, two people going up there and fighting him for some reason they have double uh, double badge day or something like that um, <laughs> it's a, yeah. you were the millionth customer now you get a double badge yeah double badge you get double you get the double rock badge or something um I'm Brock I'm Brock's twin brother yeah uh, I'm, I'm just imagining at that point he'd have four Pokemon where he'd throw out you know, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. So throw up maybe maybe, maybe four maybe four different ones, but in essence, two Geo dudes and then two Onyxes, and then we'd have to fight with what we had. But it, it would just the scale difficulty we would be bad because then they'd have to program their fighting styles to like help each other out after you know like you unless know, unless unless now wait see now that there you go that's that that unless you literally did the entire game based around the idea of duos so for example let's just say theoretically you go to gym one okay whether you play single or with multiple people the gym is a dual type gym so in other words it's it's not just brock with rock type it's brock with rock type and um jiminy cricket with ice type and you're like what so now you have you have to now you have to deal with 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 rocks and ice, icy rocks. You know what icy rocks are? Dangerous. That's what they are. <laughs> but that's my that's my point. Is like you'd have to have like you you'd you'd ha- yeah ha- you'd have to have it set I mean, up. Otherwise, otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. You know you're, no. you're right. You know and you you'd and have you, to have you couldn't get it to flow into one another. It would be so much programming that you might as well just create a separate campaign. And at that point, you're creating a second game. For something mm-hmm. that will be used by, I would say, maybe a fifth of the population. You know what I mean? All right. Because people right. going through and I'm playing gonna Pokemon. I'm going to throw it out here. I'm going to throw it out here. They're not going to – hold on, hold on. They're not going to – people playing a co-op Pokemon – or playing Pokemon games, they're not looking to sit – you know, let's just let's just put it this way. They're not looking to sit and grind for their – like, grind their Pokemon with someone else the whole time. You know, like, no. oh, shit, I got to play. I can't go, though, because otherwise I'll be too powerful – 
And then he'll complain about, you know, like, you sitting there going, oh, I can't do this because then Craig will complain like, oh, I'm not fucking doing anything because I don't even need to be here. You're level 90 and I'm a level, or not 90, but I'm a level, you're a level 30 and I'm only a level 20, so you kill everybody before I have a chance. You know, like, exactly. just, nobody would do it and it would have to be such a specialized version of it for it to even work. And then still, you wouldn't even get your sales on it. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out here and I'm going I'm to, I said, this is just an idea I had. Forget the idea of co-op for a minute. All this right. is just a, a, a. I'm gonna go ahead and pitch you, pitch you my idea for a Pokemon uh, game. You ready? All right. Yeah. Pitch. All right. So so far they've had Pokemon what you know red, blue, diamond, pearl, whatever X, Y, blah 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 blah. blah, blah right. Yeah. I'm gonna call this one Pokemon Cluster. Okay. All right. So here's here's the idea. Every single trainer, every single gym. Every single everybody rolls a seven a 700-sided die to determine what Pokemon they throw out. You have no way to prep. So in other words, you go in and you go random trainer battle, right? Right. You know, your first trainer battle you run into, normally they're like, oh, go Bidoof. You know, they throw out some little crappy little Pokemon and you just work them. This guy could throw out Dragonite. You don't know. <laughs> it's right. like, literally, literally, it's it, it runs the gambit of any Pokemon you could you could get. Now, granted, the Pokemon you can catch along the way, right? That will be somewhat set because I mean, obviously, you need a you need a you need it set to you know regulate that part of it. But the trainers, or at least at at a bare minimum, bare minimum, the gym leaders, you never know. Like it, it's like you just know that their level is going to be. Between like X to X to Z, whatever they, you know what I mean. They've actually, I mean, it's not an official game, uh, but like people have uh, hacked games to where it's like that. Everybody you face, really? it's, it's not the same every time. So if you lost a battle and then went back and played them again, they'd have different Pokemon because it literally goes, oh yeah, who's the, yeah, that's, who, that's what yeah. I want. Yeah, and that's that's what they have. It's just it just will randomly roll. Go all right. That's this is who it is. Have fun. See, Pokemon Cluster is that's what that's what I want right there. I because like I think that would be hilarious to me to watch people uh, who didn't see it coming. They're like, oh, like 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 totally bait them in. Like like do the entire like first part of it like standard. You know, oh here we are getting your first Pokemon. Oh now you're in a forest. Oh first gym. You go inside and then like make it clearly and apparently meant to be like one style, like water everywhere, like waterfalls, like water, 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 water. They get to the gym leader and you don't, and then they're like, they're throwing on electric. They're, you don't even know. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know, I'm just like, it's like, go Alakazam. It's like, what the frick? You know, you, you just don't know. Next guy tosses out a Mewtwo. You're like, what the blue hell? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I think that would be hilarious. You, you know? son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like they just pull, throwing out like the most. What, what, like, what's the, what's the, like the rarest Pokemon out there nowadays? I don't even know. But you oh. see, just throwing out like the most like rare thing ever, just because. I don't know. I think that'd be hilarious. It would be funny. It, or, or, or he gets up there and they're like, "Go Metapod." What about what about the person that doesn't know what's going on? Like they don't know it's a it's a random generator. And they like mm. fight like a like a like a yeah like a metapod, and then they, and then it's a, a 
some other you know magic carpet afterwards you're just like yeah oh, this is da, da, easy da, 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 da. and then <laughs> no no and, and the music at the end of it they're like oh you earned your you earned your cluster badge <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other guy next to you was like you know got like black eyes and he's been beat to hell he's like i had a fight it's like six gyarados and the all new <laughs> hyper beam <laughs> and had no recharge time I don't know. I'm just thinking that that would be pretty much. Uh, I think that'd be kind of fun. I don't know. This r- random thought. Yep. But uh, that, that, yeah, that, no, that, uh, that'd be. Do we have time for? Do we have time for one more of the ones from uh, the uh, online there from the uh, forums? Yeah, we got about we got about ten minutes. We can we can go through something else. I'll go through real quick what awesome. other other people said uh, for the co-op, just so you've got an idea. Um, sure. Mikey J said Banjo Kazooie. Um, Sure. One person so- controls Banjo, one person controls Kazooie. Yep. Um, or another Conquer game for co-op. Uh, Chris said uh, Mega Man. Uh, like a drop-in, drop-out style. Um, or if they found a way to do an open-world side-scrolling X game. Like Harmony of Despair type thing. Like, um, in essence. You know, uh, like doing one a person Mega Man with X. X, one person with Zero? As Zero, or um, he doesn't necessarily say. He just says... Uh, or if they found a way to make an open-world side-scrolling X game, Castlevania-style, where it's all one map. Have X on X and another robot going around with this massive map just tearing bosses up. So something along those lines. Or, I mean, you know what else I was thinking of is being able to, like, because the whole thing is about... build your own robot? You, yeah, that could be part of it. But, like, being able to switch between, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like, switch between powers, too. So you go sure. through and let's say that you got the final hit, so you got the power up. I'm just I'm making mm-hmm. this up off the top of my head here. And then the next one, we we try and like get it out to where I get the final hit because you don't want to have you have too many powers, you know, or have yeah. it set to where let's just say there's eight eight bosses. Only you can only if you're playing co-op, you can only have four. After that, you overwrite the last one or like the first one you learn. So if you don't do it, you could potentially so screw yourself over. So it forces or, you to work together on that respect. Yeah, something like that to where, you know. So it's like, they're like, oh, crap, man. It's 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 cut, man. You need to use, you know, Gutsman's power on him. You're like, all right. You know, because, you know, yeah, that'd be cool. Exactly. I thought I thought that was pretty cool. And then That, that what, is a good one. That's a, that's a very good one. And then what Michelle said was, or Daisy uh, said, Dragon Quest. She goes, I know they already did it, but it was sort of limited. If they improved it some way, that'd be awesome. Um, Banjo Kazooie is definitely a choice that she 100% agrees with. Uh, done sure. in the first style, done in the style of the first two games, uh, not any of the other ones. And I'm not sure what characters would be good, but Zelda or and Metroid would do it. Um, I know Zelda has had four swords, but a redes- uh, but it redesigns itself based off co-op. Um, I don't know, and I don't mean top-down 2D one, a full-blown 3D. Maybe Zelda and Link working together bring down Ganon. Mega Man was a good suggestion, and Elder Scrolls would be fun as well if they did it right elder scrolls was one of the ones i always thought would be really cool but now i'm to the point where i'm like oh my god a game that requires me to put in 150 hours yeah i am with you on that i, I <laughs> waiting can't for do some, it back in the day i was like that would be so cool now i'm sitting there going i i don't know if i would be able to sit there and play a game with someone that long um yeah and be like okay well we're both level 28s in this and like it just seems like uh, it'd be, for Kavach. <laughs> like, yeah, it would be, you know, it, it's so long to be not with somebody else, like playing the same game as somebody else. But like that's just that's just a weird weird game for me to be able to to try and think about. Yeah, doing, you know, yeah. it'd be just really weird. Um, what else, what I thought we would do since we answered um one of uh, Michelle's 
uh, or Daisy's uh, question. She had three of them, but I figured we could touch on uh, this because uh, you and I have talked about it a little bit before. But uh, my buddy Matt um, had one. He wanted. He's he's huge into music. He's been in uh, a band for the in bands. I'll say for the last 10, 15 years of his life. Uh, huge into music, and so he was saying, "How about the evolution of video game soundtracks? Kind of where Ooh. they've started and where they've gone to." Um, and that's something Ooh. I think we can easily um, we could brush on real quick for something us that we haven't been able to research and be like, "Oh yeah, this is how they started, and this is it." But we could talk about it at least. Um, and I, I, yeah, you, I mean, as far as the the actual like science behind why or how the music works in that respect, um, <laughs> science wise, and eh, not gonna be able to help you out, but I <laughs> but. But I will tell you the, you know, like, I can tell you distinctive, um, like, I can tell distinctive sounds between systems. I don't know if you, I'm, I'm sure you can too. Like, for example, like, if I hear an NES sound versus a um, uh, Super Nintendo sound, you know, if you, oh, yeah. NES versus SNES, it's, 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 it's clear and apparent because of obviously the graphic, the, the, the improvements. But the kicker is, is that it's funny when you start getting the different um, brands. So, like when Sega, when Sega Genesis came out, uh, and then you start listening to it versus the uh, the counterpart on Super Nintendo, you could literally, you could just tell the difference between them yeah. right then and there. Like you oh, know, yeah. like you know, each each system had produced its own sound. And uh, the, wait, the th- Sega- wait, hold on. Here's the test. Yep. Here's the uh, test. Craig, what is the Sega sound? Wub 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 wub. <laughs> exactly. That's a Sega sound. They've got that low, that yeah. low wubby. Yeah, that <laughs> low. Yeah, like, that low like, wubby sound to me. Like it, it always makes me think of the X Men game. Yes, the Every best. Yeah, time. really. The best way to describe Sega's sound, in my personal opinion, aside, you know, say, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all songs sound like this in Sega because there's a lot of beautiful songs. You know, I'm not saying that. You know, but I always, I always picture all of them were made by a dude who, who with a, with a guitar who was like all right man a little more metal on this one than we did with the Nintendo track <laughs> and they just they put a little more metal in it you know what i mean like when you listen to it it has a little more like wow 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 you know like yeah. whereas the Nintendo was always kind of like light and airy like bum 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 they'd be like, wow 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 you know what i mean it was just like that distinctive sound yeah. now granted the first time i i heard us uh like the first time I heard a song on um, sixty uh, four when I when I played um, like Mario Kart and uh, Mario uh, sixty four obviously the first time I heard those I, I I had like this shiver down my spine just going I'm here I've arrived like this is the future <laughs> like Star Fox I have never been more hyped to shoot things out of the sky like i was just like yes it's on i'm the best here we go just like you know i really felt like i was a pilot like things were just oh it was so cool but as i said you know but then you know as i said it just it's weird because you can just tell the difference in each system because by the time i got to the um and i don't mean to you know keep keep talking so much but it's the you know i'll let you jump in here in a minute but the uh when I, by the time i got to the gamecube it was such a different sound because you could pretty much do anything on it. You know what I mean? It was actual songs. So before it went from having these like, you know, these little eight bit little kind of choppy, but still fun that you got like good little, little chips in there to the light and airiness of the super Nintendo to a, 
little bit more um, finessed in the uh, say by the time you got to the 64, GameCube was bringing in actual audio and real songs. Like I think Sonic Adventure Battle 2 might have been the first time that I heard a song that I was like, "That's a song from the radio." Like it just like that was a that was a that was a game changer for me. But I, I mean, I, I don't mean to guess it, you know kind of hog all this, Craig. So I mean, please, you know, what, what what are your thoughts on that? No, I mean, I mean, it's exactly the same thing as what you're talking about. You can definitely, you can definitely tell the difference between the different systems, the earlier systems, um, from the '64 and what I'll say southward, you know, towards the beginning of time. Um, those those systems, they all had their own sound cards. Or not sound cards, but they're like chips that would allow them to make those noises. They were all so different, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like you're saying, with the eight bit, it's more of like uh, it's it's what I would call you it. Relied a lot on what I would call it is like a is like a, a hunt and peck feel to it. Like that that's the only way I know how to describe it. Like in my head, without it being making noises, it's like a hunt and peck because you can only do so many things at once. So it's like, okay, you gotta choose like here and here and here and here and here and here and here. Here and here and here. Like and basically you're lo- making it look like you've only got two fingers to play a keyboard with. Like that's how mm-hmm. that's the, the 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 motion I was making. Like you can only make certain sounds like that. you you can only make so many at a time before it's just all muddled and you wouldn't be able to ha- know what's going on. Comparatively to then, like you said, the <laughs> to the uh, what do you call it, uh, Super Nintendo, which has grown up a little bit, and like you said, it is airy. It's it's I, I, I it's feel like lighter, a lot of lot of it's lighter, lighter tones. That, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of lighter tones uh, to where the Genesis definitely had a, a a darker tone to it. It had a um, a crunchier tone to it, in my opinion. That's the way I'd kind of put it. Um, crunchy <laughs> yeah it, it's like a crunchy you described the genesis like you did peanut butter <laughs> you know what I mean? it's, a cr- it's kind <laughs> well, of I mean, a crunchy like, brand but that's kind of what you were saying though when you're saying because that's an actual way of describing like a guitar sound it's it is crunchy. no i i know yeah I, I so know. it's I'm like that's exactly it. that's exactly kind of where i was in my head i was like yeah it sounds crunchier to me um uh not yeah a little a little, a little crunchier um but and then like you said 64 64 to me is still that's when it kind of is completely different because you can tell was, they, was, they have yeah. the option of putting things in there not synthesizing things from like the system they could actually put like pre-recorded sound bits in there you know what i mean to like before. for example one of the greatest songs of all time buck bumble no, we're not getting to Buck Bumble. But then, like you said, you know, after that, you can start slapping MP3s on GameCube, on Dreamcast, on uh, Xbox games. Oh sure. Um, I mean, I mean, where Xbox you got to Dreamcast, Xbox. Yeah, Crazy Taxi. I remember, the, I remember a lot of the songs from that. And, you know, it's like you know, you start, yeah. you start, you start. It goes beyond just. Uh, yeah, you and know, it goes complete, a tune. It, yeah, it goes you know, completely it's, it's, crazy during like Xbox. I would go through and. I would put songs onto the hard drive and there was options on Xbox games to play the soundtrack from the game or play the soundtrack from your hard drive. And so I'd put, Not, I, I would record all, or I would like transfer songs onto my Xbox and then I would play games with my own soundtrack behind it all the time. Because like I loved being able to do that because before, like what I would do is I remember one album and you, you some of you might laugh at it. Um, one album that sticks in my mind so much Whenever I hear it, I think of Majora's Mask is 
um, Limp Biscuits, uh, chocolate starfish, and hot dog flavored water. Every time, because what I used to do was I would have my 64 hooked up, and I had the, the red, white, and yellow, the composite video. I would unplug the red and plug in the red from my Dreamcast and play that, because that, that album came out roughly around the same time as that game. And so I would put the CD in my Dreamcast, hit play on it, and then plug in the 64 so it would be playing through the right side of the speakers, and then the left side would be Majora's Mask, like for the audio. So I'd hear the songs and hear the game audio while playing Majora's Mask. Um, and that's kind of like just how I always, that's how I did it. And that's the whenever ever I hear any any songs from that album, I go, huh, Majora's Mask. <laughs> So let me ask you this then. I guess we'll let's kind of kind of round it out on this here. Um, guilty pleasure song from uh, from a video game before '64 era. So anything before the '64, because I know that that you know that we we kind of established that after the '64 they could have done with basically whatever they wanted. So um, like before then, what is the, like just not not necessarily the best song, not the one that you say, oh, it's an opus, it's beautiful, it's what. What's just a guilty pleasure song? One that you you could actually can turn on anytime and be like, yeah, yeah, I can rock to this for a little bit. I think you got to say yours first because there's one song that I do have that I'm like, that's fucking awesome, but it's not a guilty pleasure. Fuck you. I'll tell everybody this is a fucking awesome song because it was. Um, And that um, is Mega Man X Storm Eagle Stage is one of the fucking coolest songs in gaming before you can put in, you know, anything you wanted into a game. I fucking love that thing, but that's not a guilty pleasure. It's a, it's, it's something I just love. See, and that's just it. Like you're talking about guilty pleasure. Like and that's the reason I'm bringing it up is because I, when I say guilty pleasure, I'm referring to things like, for example, the first. I'm not gonna lie, the first level from Goof Troop. Oh my god, I love that. But be, I say that that's pretty awesome on Super Nintendo. But uh, like all of Wild Guns, the entire soundtrack to Wild Guns. Oh my god, yes! I may or may not be listening to that. Like just you know, just like whenever if I sit down at the computer and I'm like, oh, oh I'm, I'm gonna you know work on uh, doing Eleventh Moon Two episode or something like that. <laughs> oh, what's that in the background there? Wild Guns? Like it's just it's just it's like such a silly little thing. I mean, granted, I love. Uh, a lot of you know at the NES music, and it's not a guilty pleasure to say like, "Oh, I love Me- Mega Man Two Wily's theme" because that's pretty obvious. But you know, like guilty pleasure type I, stuff. That's what I yeah, was getting. Yeah, at. I don't, I don't have a guilty pleasure because I really didn't like. I, not that I didn't enjoy it, I just didn't care about any of the music in games before, like before that, before the '64 when they actually like could piece things together pretty well. So, like, Mega Man X is actually one of those games just because it has, um, actually, I think I've got one. One that everybody else is like, really? Really? That's Again, what I'm looking I, for. That's what I'm I looking for. I don't consider it a guilty pleasure because I think it's still fucking awesome. But, um, actually, no, I don't. Like, thinking thinking of it now, it actually is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Too late um, now. It's the, it's the um, theme of when you're up to bat in Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball. <laughs> that is your – no, that is. That is yeah. your guilty pleasure. Cause I, oh, cause I fucking I, love it, though. You sing that all the freaking time. Like, like, even during the... 
you you do that during baseball season when players get up to bat. Like you will be watching on t on TV there, and then he'll go do 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 do. And, and it's sad that even I know that part of the dang song because like not because I played the game, but because just he does it all the time. So there you go. That's your one. So perfect. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I guess that would be a guilty pleasure because now that I think of it, like the Mega Man X ones, I'm like those are still sweet. Like that. Yeah, they're, no, they're no, no, still no. That awesome. doesn't count because everybody played Mega Man X. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would that would be more of a guilty pleasure song right there. Well, <coughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's yep. that, that, that's about right. That's about strong right. finish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a lot of fun uh, sitting down here talking with you uh, today, Brian. Late as it is for you, and it is somewhat late for me as I have to get up early the next morning for work yet again. Um, but I had fun sitting down talking. We, uh, what did we go over today? We went over. Um, we started off. Um, we, gosh, we started off with a little bit of everything. But I'm 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 just really glad that we uh, got a chance to go through some of these questions that we have been uh, receiving, and especially the one I remember the one from Matt. We got that a while ago, and I'm glad we finally got around to actually getting to that. Sorry about sorry about taking so long on that one there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But we 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 went around the gamut today. Um, we answered some some. Uh, I'll say the word fan questions. We got to some fan questions that we went over. Um, uh, we went over Michelle's question. Uh, majority of the time went to, went to Matt's. And we kind of had some, obviously, our own little banter uh, in between about uh, a few other things in there. So, But it's been a, a lot of fun hanging out. Make sure to go to the11thmoon.com to check out any other information that you would need on us on our YouTube channel, our um our second channel that we use on YouTube to play games and we sit there and talk and you laugh and we have a ton of fun while doing it to check out all the rest of our podcasts to go to our forums to answer any questions and get in on the conversation so we can talk about what uh, talk about what you have to say on our podcast as well uh, going in there you can get to our Twitch live stream from the 11th moon.com you can get a hold of us from there you can pretty much do everything from there that you need to uh, get your 11th moon fix. So go ahead, click over to the11thmoon.com to check out everything. And as always, I'm Craig Ben Wagner. And I'm Brian Schultz. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.